This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 142. Are you hearing voices? No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. My brother Heath, how you doing today, sir? Good, man. In the season of hustle and bustle and you Christmas. Get everything, all shopping has, is done, and you are wrapped, and it's all cute. Or... Yeah, so we did not go to a single store this year for gifts. Everything was done online. Everything, 100%. Every single thing. Talk about Wayback Machine, okay? So you, I've, I've written pretty much my whole life, been sure. writing of some sort. Uh, I would say this was at least 20 plus years ago. I was writing for a regional, like Chicago-based technology and media magazine. Okay. And I remember I was like, I'm going to pitch him the idea that this year I'm going to do all my Christmas shopping completely online. Hmm. I wonder if they'll go for it. And I remember thinking, nah, that'll be too hard. Yeah. You couldn't do it. And that, <laughs> back then it was like, you know, oh man, you were just risking, you were rolling the dice to like put your credit card <laughs> yeah, up on like, the internet. Some people still feel that way. but um, I have grandparents that way. I was thinking about that the other day, how like we almost never go to a store unless we're forced to. Sure. Like for anything. Yeah. More and more groceries are just showing up at the door and it's, you know. Yeah. It's like I could get a toothbrush so, at yeah, Walgreens. Yeah, holiday. Or... You know, we're about the same way. Unless we pick something up amongst our travels, generally it's all coming online. Yeah. Makes it way easier. You know, like we shame ourselves for like, we didn't get so-and-so anything. Oh my gosh. Oh, I guess we'll have to go to the mall. You know, there's no time to Amazon that, you know? <laughs> so there's a lot of voices vying for our attention through media. Yes. But also in our head, we hear maybe a lot of different voices as far as we need clarity on what we're listening like to. Like schizophrenic voices? A little bit. I think I have some of that. <laughs> this actually was a topic suggested by a friend of mine who was going, hey, I need help trying to discern what voices in my life I need to be listening to? Can you do a podcast episode on that? And I was like, yeah, that'd be good. Let's give I it a shot. Let's do it. So um, there are a lot of voices out there making noise, vying for our attention, right? Yes, there are. And every day, okay, every day, you and I, everyone, we hear a lot of diverse voices coming from all kinds of sources. Sure. And so many are disagreeing or discordant voices, meaning well, this person says that, or this person says this, or this TV show, you know, or newscaster or a writer or whatever. And that can make it very overwhelming hmm. um, unless we have sort of a rudder figured out, right? Sure. How do we discern what voice or voices to listen to or which voices will follow even more importantly? And are we even aware of which or whose voices are most dominant in our lives? Wow. And that's key to it right there. A good practice. Yeah. yeah. There are voices out there telling you who you are what you should want, uh, who you should be. Um, there are voices telling us to do this, don't do that, you're too fat, you're too skinny, you'll never amount to anything, you're a sinner, you are you don't measure up, you're crazy, you should take these drugs, you shouldn't take these drugs, you're wrong, this is the right way to think. There are voices that tell you to believe this, buy that, drive that, wear this, <laughs> go there, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, Too many voices. Yeah, I mean, should we listen to the voices on Fox News or CNN? Which one? I mean, will either of them clear it up for us? Um, which of them are right? Who will des- describe reality? Yeah. Who's telling the truth? Is it Trump or is it the Clintons? Or what about, is it the Kardashians? Or maybe Taylor Swift has something in there for, yeah. for us, right? <laughs> I mean, there's so many voices. And I think, of course, the essential question for all of us is, 
whose voice are you listening to and what voices do you trust? Mm-hmm. And as Christians, uh, a task of faith, okay, faith, because maybe you're not certain, sure. is to hone in and lead towards the source, the, the authentic divine voice, and listen intently and then act out of what you're hearing from that from God. So that should be no surprise to listeners. Sure. So all these voices, like you just said, are are shaping and informing different parts of our lives. Including God's. Including right? God's, yeah. So how are we knowing what we're supposed to be listening to? And how it shapes us. Yeah, how it shapes us. That's a great question. So St. Benedict said, listen with the ears of my heart. Okay? So we should listen with the ears of our heart. So it's kind of a mixed metaphor. Sure. <laughs> different body parts, but it works. You know, we know what it means. Like, are we listening all these voices are coming in. Are we listening with the ears of our heart? So it's a little bit like chicken and an egg, though. Does your hearing shape your reality and worldview, or does your reality shape your hearing? Hmm. You see, a heart grounded in fear, for instance, is going to shape your hearing and your living. If, you're, if, you're, if your heart is grounded in fear, then you're going to listen to everything that way. Because so a, yeah. a heart that's grounded in suspicion is going to make you skeptical of everything and everybody, and it'll shape your outlook. Yeah. A, a heart that's grounded in self is going to filter all the voices it hears through through the lens of what's in it for me. Yeah, that that's going to be your filter. I so lived I'm, for years with a heart grounded in like anxiety, which is this constant paranoia, almost. You know, of mm-hmm. like nothing's ever settled. There's no peace. So then you filter everything, all the different voices, including God's, through that, through that filter. That lens, yeah. yeah. Or many. Sometimes we have many lenses. Yeah. So what voice do you hear and whose voice are you following? So let's check out a little scripture on this. John 10, 27 through 30, Jesus says, my sheep, so he's talking about those who are his, right, mm-hmm. his followers, listen to my voice. So that's, I could stop right there. It goes on. I'm going to go on with it. But my sheep listen to my voice mm-hmm. and I know them and they follow me. So they're not only hearing his voice, but they're following him. So they're, they're obedience, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I give them eternal life, and they'll never perish. And no one can snatch them away from me. For my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else, any other voice. Yeah. No one can snatch them from my Father's hand. The Father and I are one. In that way, he's saying, and you can't snatch them from me either. So mm-hmm. are we first and foremost hearing Jesus' voice and allowing his life and spirit to filter all other voices out there. That's wow. really key. As believers, we have to start there. Sure. And, and I, I know that seems probably so full-on obvious right up front, but I'll just be honest. I can watch way more TV and hear way more voices and internet and magazines. And at the end of the day, if I just did pound for pound, minute for minute, hour for hour, I have heard way more other voices than I've probably spent practicing listening to Jesus' voice. Sure. It, you know, I'm I mean, in the same boat. Huge yeah. proportion. Yeah. So even though it's an obvious thing, I, I, I think it bears like putting right up front here mm-hmm. with all the voices coming at us. And, and the fact that, you know, we're filtering things all the time. Are we first and foremost hearing Jesus voice and allowing his spirit to filter all the other voices out there? Do you, let me like, for instance, do you hear a voice of love and acceptance hmm. coming from Jesus? You know, how often do we need to be reminded that we're completely and utterly loved and God sees us as his dearly loved sons and daughters. Yeah. I need to hear that every day, man. Oh, me too. But I'll be honest, there's days where I hear so much garbage on TV and voices tell me what I should do or how I lack or or how I've put other people down or whatever just by my skin color or my, you know, having a job or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I need to be reminded that I'm, I'm loved. I'm a son of God. Absolutely. Man. And I don't have to earn it. And if you hear the voice of love and you believe it's true for you, well, then what flows out of that, you will, you'll share his love and his grace with others. And you'll start to introduce people to that voice. Hmm. You'll start to introduce his voice through your voice and, and compare that to so much of what we hear in the media. And think about it, like stuff coming at you, you know, do they sound like the voice of love and acceptance? No, not at all. Or is there lots of do to be? Is there lots of you should do this and you lack here and here's how you can fix all that and here's how you can have the, your best life ever and here's how you can have the life you always wanted and yep. here's how you can have the affection of that person or get your boss to see you, right? Does that sound like the voice of love and perfect acceptance? Not at all. Doesn't. See, so we have to begin to say, yeah, I want those things. How do I attain them? Whose voice will I hear and listen to? And we have to be leaning into the voice of Jesus. Man, that is so good. It's interesting because I was even thinking as you're talking, just even my social media, like on my Facebook, I've got half of my friends who are Bible-built Midwest conservative Republicans that claim to hear the voice of God. And then I have another, you know, half that are very progressive Northwest liberal wannabe Jesus following people. And everyone's claiming to have the same voice of like what God would say to and yet they're totally opposites and they go back and forth flinging missiles at each other. And it's really hard to discern where is the voice of God in all this unless you are going, I need to hear the voice of Jesus that cuts through and all let me of this just say, other stuff. And because he's God and he's sovereign over all things, he will speak through some of these other voices. So sure. I'm not saying that if you hear something that mm-hmm. sounds like love and acceptance and it's not coming from church sure. or you didn't read it and you can get, tie a chapter and a verse to it that it must not be Jesus' voice. The scripture says even the rocks will cry out, right? Yeah. That like all of creation proclaims his glory, what he's really like. So I'm not suggesting that there's only an all, always one really narrow way to hear God's voice, but sure. is he the one who we primarily listen to and follow so that we can filter all other voices through it? Yep. So let's look at a few of these other things. Okay. Do you hear a voice of hospitality coming to you? That you're welcome and God has a place for you? Not often, yeah. It, it, but if you do, see, then you'll look to make room for others and start to treat others as family. Hmm. So, like, what if you filtered out the voices that aren't voices of hospitality? Yeah. Like exclusion, and we have to keep those people away from us. And when there's, there's, it's a some zero game. There's not enough for everybody. We have, you know, right? scarcity. And, like, yeah. what if, what if those are filtered out by, like, no, but we know that God has made a place for us. Yeah. And a place for everybody. His house has many, many rooms. Yeah. See, then out of that, we will begin to live a life where we treat everyone as family and we'll make place for them. Yep, absolutely, man. How about this? Do you hear the voice of generosity? No way. <laughs> that I'm not, <laughs> you're like just confessing away here. I'm not, I'm not trying like, to Like, I'm going to tell you everything I hear right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but think about it. Are you hearing that you've been given this wonderful gift of life and, the, and, and you've been given the very stuff of creative power? It's been shared with you. You're alive, you're gifted. And that's just because you bear the image of the God who's that way. Yeah. And you now share that and you share his authority and power. Yeah. And are you listening and fo- following his ways and being generous, not only with your money, but also with your time and your talents and with your joy and with your laughter and your truth? Yep. See, if we hear the voice of generosity, if we allow God, if we leave Jesus' voice to filter all those voices and we hear generosity in the world, Changes everything, man. It changes it all. Then we, we, we can give it all away. Like you've heard me say before, yeah. like bounce your last check. Yeah. I actually hear, I would say, I don't hear that voice of abundance much. It's mostly scarcity, right? 
Yeah, and it's out there. Look out for yourself. Look out for your family. But that's not that's not Jesus' voice. Yeah, absolutely. All things I have been put in my control. Right, all all things have been given to me, and I now give them to you. All things. That's a big word. All. Yeah. So, but if we only hear that once, you know, every other year, or in a tucked into a sermon somewhere, but then we hear scarcity messages all the time and voices, then why do we 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 start listening to those? Take care of yourself and your family, and if you have anything left. Which yep. voices do we ultimately hear and are, are we following? How about this? Are we hearing the voice of justice and compassion in the world? Are we listening to make sure that children and families have food and homes hmm. and the sick are cared for and the uninsured don't have to be scared because we, we're your net. The church is your net. Yeah. Are you hearing that justice doesn't mean punishment, but the voice of justice means restoration and celebration? beautiful man right because that's jesus voice but when we hear about justice and compassion on tv it's very different it's like benevolent Mm -hmm. stooping it's people getting that you know what they have coming to them or people being punished for their lack or their desires that they'll never have and hmm but if we let the voice of jesus filter that see it changes it do do you hear the sounds of liberation and hope coming Mm -hmm. from other voices because they come from jesus you know, are we listening to that? If your heart moves towards that voice, then how are you going to fear? How are you going to live with suspicion if you hear the voice of liberation and hope all the time? Yeah. And it, it really seems to me, Heath, that if if we're listening to the voice of love and hospitality and generosity, justice, compassion, creation, and hope, then just like Jesus said, nothing in this whole world will be able to snatch us away. Hmm. Nothing will be able to knock us down or tear us down, turn us from that. It simply can't be done because nothing can separate us from the grace and love of God through Christ Jesus. So when we hear that verse, we we go back and we go, okay, Jesus is saying that. My sheep listen to my voice and they follow me and I give them eternal life. We see how that is. So with all these voices that are bombarding us, if we listen to his voice and follow in his ways, then nothing can snatch us. Hmm. See, it's not cause and effect as much as it's the reality of what he's saying. A perfect reality too, right? Yeah, right. Isn't that beautiful? That's amazing. Isn't that beautiful? So what are some ways to help grow in like testing these voices or even grow in setting up proper filters that your mind actually goes to these? Is this done through community primarily? Um, I think that's a big part of it. Okay. So first let's ask ourselves, does it line up with the words and the ways and the works of Jesus? Hmm. So when you're hearing a certain voice, TV voice, a parent that's trying to speak into your life and you're like, I don't know, you know, if that's where I'm supposed to listen. Am I supposed to go there? Am I supposed to follow what they're saying? Does it line up with the words and the ways and the works of Jesus? Hmm. We have a whole life to look at. And and he left us many, many things and Hmm. parables to think about. So what all the other voices out there are going, no, that sounds good to me. Or you're reading someone's Facebook feed and and they're they're going off and you're like, well, there seems to be some logic in that. Does it line up with the words, ways, and works of Jesus? Hmm. Next, does it square with actual scripture? And when I say scripture, I'm talking about the full story found in the Bible, not just proof texting. Yeah. You can take any verse and make it say whatever you want. Yeah. Seriously, we could do it. We could like seriously just cue up a microphone, put on the news, Mm -hmm. listen to it, find a verse that says, yep, that's true. And then find another verse up. That's not true. So that's why it's important to look at the full story arc of God and his character found in the Bible. It consummated and exploded in the ways and works of Jesus. That's great. Okay. Uh, Next, when you pray and listen to the Spirit, and that's assuming that you do, because it's very hard to hear the voice of God if we're not spending time listening, Mm -hmm. do you feel calm and peaceful about the things you're contemplating moving towards? Or are you full of fear 
And like, you feel like it's all on me. Like, okay, if, if I go with that, then, oh, I don't know if I can pull that all off. Hmm. Um, what are you feeling? Do you feel calm and peace or do you feel like it's all on you as you move toward a particular voice or action or choice? Hmm. That, that, that sort of in that step there, Heath, that sort of belies that we need to practice listening prayer. Yeah. I was just thinking about that as you were even saying that is, you know, my sheep know my voice. And it's, that's a discipline. It takes a while for your, you know, eventually you, could, you look at your grandkid, like they know your voice. Your kids eventually know your voice. Yeah. You at first they don't. 25 babies in a room and they could start crying and I'll tell you which one was Patton. Absolutely. You just know. You just know right? it. Yeah. But that takes time and that takes. And it takes listening. Listening. And, and, and I think we've talked about this before on the show. So much of our prayer life is us doing all the talking. Yeah. How are you going to hear God's voice? Yep. Like I would never hear your voice in a conversation if I did all the talking and then took my keys and drove away. You know? <laughs> sure. Right. So, so if you're trying to hear God's voice, then you have to start practicing set aside times to just listen. Yep. Okay. Now this comes down to the community part as well. We can listen together. Yeah. To the voice of God. What do other trusted Christian friends affirm you, that you're hearing after they've prayed and looked at the Word with you and, and listened? Yeah. Like so when a person's here's, here's a little tip when you say listen i'm hearing this and i'm seeing that and i'm not sure you know which way god wants me to go if a christian is super quick to give you advice chances are they didn't stop to pray to listen yeah. on your behalf or go well let's check it with the word have you done that already yeah great show me what you found sure um sometimes you know it is in scripture but you're still unsure of like what's my action though yeah well if they're giving you a quick you want you want those friends that will actually say, let's pray about that. Or could I pray about that? Try to hear God with you and come back to you yeah. and see if we're hearing the same thing. That's that, that leads me to trust. And I just want to say, like, I've noticed that there's been times in my life where I've had to make decisions and the individualism of Western culture has been very much like, well, that's a decision between you and God to make. And I've gotten myself in some deep crap on the plus side, being in a missional community where you've got four or five, six other couples going, you might be feeling this Heath, but none of us feel that that's, an agreement for you to actually have that counterbalance has been so helpful. Or when they go, hey, we're really seeing this in you and Kathleen and we want to affirm it as a group or Amen. a community. Absolutely. That's why I'm such a proponent for missional communities because it's like when you're living life together and other people are speaking into it. Well, see, but you're nailing the best part of life in community, but also the scariest for most people. Sure. Because as we start to build out mature communities and you're saying, listen, we're going to become more and more uh, open with each yeah. other and how we spend our money. And before we make big purchasing decisions, we're going to actually throw it to the group. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Should I get my car fixed again? Or should we go ahead and lease something? Or has anybody else got a car we could use for a while while sure. we save up so that we can just pay for the thing? Or, or, you know, I'm thinking of switching jobs. I mean, how many times you've been in a community with supposedly close friends and they go like, yep, we're moving. Yeah. We're moving. When? Like, Oh, we sold our house already. What? We're a family, and you didn't tell us this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? And so yeah. that scares people, though. Yeah. And um, But what freedom to know that, like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm tuning my listening heart to God, Jesus' voice, and I have others who are backing me up on that. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. man, pressure's off. Last thing I want to say is that it's okay to turn off those voices that are not in line with Jesus' voice. Hmm. So as you're spending more time with him, and, and you're letting love and hope and generosity and all those things be your filter. You can turn off those voices. Constantly bombarding yourself with negativity and strife will only produce more of that. It's okay to turn stuff off. Yeah. Now it seems like, well, you know, I don't want to have my head in the sand. I don't want to know what's going on in the world. Listen, the older I get, 
the least amount, less of that stuff I need to hear. Sure. You know, or watch a certain show. It's like, well, I really loved that movie because it really shows the condition of, you know, millennials or whatever. It's like, all you have to do is turn on the news for five minutes, you'll know, or look in the mirror. Yeah. Like, you know, come on, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? It's not that hard. So I just want to say, I'm not here to be the governor on anybody's listening to voices choices. Sure. But when you've discerned, I don't think that's in line with Jesus' voice. It's really okay to just turn that off. Yep. Like, like remove that voice. You don't need that. Absolutely. You don't need it. Well, we're running out of time, but we do want to get to the week's big three. And to get that, uh, you go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 142. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 142. And these are the three things that we want you to walk away with from today's podcast. Caesar, what are today's big three? All right. If nothing else, here's three things to sort of know, believe, and do. First, many voices are out there vying for your attention, and they're happy to tell you who you are and what you need to do in this life. Be aware that you don't live in a vacuum and vast amounts of money and effort are being spent to make sure you hear those other voices. Now, on the other hand, God's voice has been described as a whisper or a still small voice. Are you actively listening to Jesus? Hmm. Let him be your filter. Second, Jesus has promised that listening to and following his voice is the surest way to be kept from the world snatching away your joy and your salvation and your eternity now in this life. Yeah. That's not a verse about the future. He is not saying that it's dependent on you, but if you're not listening to his voice, you may be confused or fooled, deceived by other voices, and choose ways that are outside of his perfect will for your life. Hmm. And then third, start to practice listening prayer. This is the do part of this takeaway. Start setting aside time to just listen to God's voice. Don't pull out your to-do list for God. Just listen. And, and try posing more of your prayers as questions, not commands. God do this and God do that. And, but then after asking a question, listen expectantly and wait. Find other believers who you know also listen to and hear God's voice and submit yourself and your questions and your decisions to them. We're all better listeners and have more wisdom together than alone. That's good, That's man. That's true for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. So there's your big three. And by the way, I want to thank Pastor John Lentz for his thoughts on all this today. Uh, it really helped us put words to much of our thinking. So yeah. thanks for that, Pastor John. Thanks, Pastor John. And thanks, Caesar. We uh, unfortunately are out of time, but we also want to thank everyone for joining us. Again, if you want a free download of this week's big three takeaways, you can get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 142. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 142 to receive the notes for this week's big three. And if you want to join our Facebook group, we'd love to have you. All you got to do is go to Facebook and up the top search bar, type in the Life School podcast. Uh, Caesar and I will approve you for the group and you can join the rest of the tribe as we're fleshing out this stuff on a deeper level. love to keep the conversation going throughout the week. That's the way you get to just hang out with us. Please do that. We enjoy it. We hope to see you next week on the Life School Podcast as we talk about how your holiday traditions can actually shape the rest of your life. Mm, It's possible. It'll be great. We hope you join us for that. And as always, thanks for joining us today. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. Bye.